right, Dr. Greg Jantz, hope and possibility. If there's one area we need hope and new possibilities. If you've been hurt and injured and betrayed and you feel the depths of the pain of betrayal, how to keep it from moving on to revenge. We'll talk about that and how to change the direction of that hurt and pain. Dr. Gregory Jans is a best-selling author of over 45 books and the founder of the Center A Place of Hope, voted a top 10 center for depression treatment in the U.S. As the pioneer of whole person care, Dr. Jans is known as the messenger of hope. Now the nation's expert on anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationships, trauma, and PTSD, here is Dr. Gregory Jantz. Have you had those times where you feel like you have been so devastated? You have been hit so hard and so hard emotionally. You've been brought down to, really, it's the, the pit of despair based upon a betrayal, based upon a broken trust, based upon some outrageous rumor or attack could have been through social media, could have been in person, it could have been passive aggressive behavior. Boy, how do we find our way out of that level of hurt? How do we keep it from being so intense that it fills us with a rage and a depression and an anxiousness and that fear causes us to move in a direction that is at times frightening. All right, let's talk about it. Finding your way out of revenge when something bad, bad, bad has happened. Rebuilding uh, trust after betrayal comes in a lot of different forms. <laughs> One of the forms is my little mini book. I love the mini books. Lots of white spaces, and it's 108 pages. And uh, rebuilding trust. Now let me just give a premise. Not every relationship can be rebuilt. Not every relationship should be rebuilt. Let's look at that here in just a minute. I, I it just sometimes when you mention about reconciliation, betrayal, I know there's another word that comes to mind, forgiveness, and you go, no, can't ever do that. It can take you down uh, this path of hopelessness. So let's back up. And here you go. You were hurt badly. Badly. Sometimes I'm, I'm not sure how to best describe this level of hurt. But it is a level of hurt that you feel like you will never, ever, ever recover from. It is a level of hurt that could have come you were attacked and when you're attacked you either attack again or you retreat think about the times you've been deeply wounded <clears throat> you, you 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 sometimes have fought and you've fought through words and you've lost sleep and you've fought and fought and fought and fought And, and the hurt grew greater. The hurt grew greater when you fought. 
the other option is I just retreat. I don't fight. I retreat. I go into hiding. I go into isolation. I become a hermit. And I'm not going to deal with people. And I isolate. Some will just isolate and drink drugs, alcohol. They just isolate. Deal with the pain first by self-medicating. And then that self-medication becomes an addiction. <sighs> These are hard. Because the other other choice I have, I can be self-destructive. And addiction could be that. Um, by doing irrational behaviors, I can... Some people will turn it in on themselves. They'll, they'll do cutting. They'll hurt themselves. They'll, they'll hurt themselves financially. They'll do spending. They'll cut off relationships. Where they're just really self-destructive. The other flip side is... I am destructive towards others. What does that look like? Well, it could be you go on a war path. The rage is so intense, and this is where we see horrendous things happen. You see them in the news. Could be a shooting, could be a homicide. Horrendous things happen when I go on that revenge, <clears throat> hatred pathway. Boy, the choices we have to make when we're hurt. Wow. Okay, so revenge, here's what we need to know. It can be powered by hatred. Revenge is fueled by a hatred or a wish of evil on someone. Now, there is a line that gets crossed that I'm personally going to call it evil. It is such evil of endless harm wished on a person your thoughts are of morbid evil towards a person and you can dwell upon evil some will dwell upon evil and they'll actually end up acting out in evil there's just a line out there that gets crossed there's a there's a simple revenge. I'm going to really do something to hurt this person. There's a rage-filled evil revenge. A lot of times those will also end up, probably half of those end up in uh, suicide. And the suicide revenge, uh, that's another way of getting even by acting out the harm against yourself once you've done harm to that person to others. Really what we're talking about here, and it, this is a difficult one, but we're talking about, I mean, writing my notes for this was a, was difficult. We're really talking about a level of injustice that is deep. You know, there's an injustice where there's trickery and it's injustice. There's lying, there's deceit, either by one person or a group of people. And then there's an injustice that is so beyond, beyond believable that they go, I don't know what to do. It's just, it, there's no place in our humanness, our, our thinking for this level of betrayal. All right, here's some things, first of all, to look for.
I made a list. There's there's six things I'm looking for. Have I before I engaged in any behavior, and I'm saying really destructive tendencies, have I felt deeply excluded? Have I felt bullied? There is cyberbully behavior, but have I felt pushed around and bullied? And it's really been deflating. Do I feel totally disconnected uh, from others or a disconnect from reality? But I'm disconnected from this world in such a way that life doesn't matter. Another person's life or my own life, it just doesn't matter. Have I had a sense of abandonment? That's number four. Do I feel abandoned? Abandonment can create such an intensity because you can feel so unloved and in just such a place of despondency. Abandonment. Abandonment in a relationship is usually what comes to mind. Now, there can also be a pattern where you feel like there's been multiple, multiple failures. And it's just life's not worth living. So betrayal can lead to revenge. Revenge can fuel hatred. And this can take us down a path of personal destruction towards ourselves or others. We either turn it inward or outward. The pain is so great. Rebuilding trust after betrayal, you're saying, no, no way. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's, here's four facts we need to know. Some people are not safe. Some people are not safe. Number two, the, it is true that evil exists. There is evil out there. There, and, and I'm giving you my opinion, uh, a promise that I have is what was meant for evil can be turned ultimately for good. I've seen that happen in people's lives many times. All right. Number three, some relationships can heal, some cannot. Some relationships will heal and some will, you gotta let go of the expectation it will ever be any different. You do need to step in and forgive so you're not poisoned by that relationship that will never heal. And I don't mean that's a whole other series to talk about forgiveness, but I've got to release the poison that it's had in my life. If you haven't ever um, had this experience where you knew that you go, I, I've got to forgive this because it's, it's poisoning me. It's, it's like killing me. I want you to visit my friend's website, live2forgive.org. 
livetoforgive.org. Dean Smith gives the best presentation on forgiveness because of what he walked through in his life that I've ever heard. Dean Smith. It's such an important message on forgiveness. That's where I want you to go next. Livetoforgive.com Watch the motion picture, the movie that was made about it, his life and experience. Number four. <laughs> this re is a process that requires a decision. For, this is if a person is safe to rebuild, which we don't always know right away, but it's a process of trust and requires baby, baby, baby steps of trust. That's right. Small steps. You don't just decide one day, okay, I've forgiven and I totally trust him or her. It's over with. Everything's okay now. That wouldn't be wise. And it couldn't be true either. We don't want to live in denial here. Reconciliation can happen, but will not always happen. I talk about it's a process, not a magic pill. And that reconciliation takes two people, not one. Forgiveness takes one. I can ultimately forgive and have nothing to do with that person, ever. But I can forgive. Because I'm releasing the poison that I'm carrying. I know that's a big one. Reconciliation takes work. It means I have to, at some point, become vulnerable again, and I risk pain again. And reconciliation takes time. It's an active, engaging process. And this is why this is some of the most painful betrayal. That's why once it moves to revenge, it's harder and harder to reverse it. And the pain is so great. I can tell you the joy of walking through this, the joy of not carrying that poison, the joy of freeing up the mental space of revenge, the joy of feeling lighter, the joy of having good other relationships can be done and needs to be done. We've got to understand that relational poison, revenge, unforgiveness, bitterness, resentments, make us sick. Interesting, and I'll say physically, interesting what that does in our immune system, interesting what that does in all of our relationships, how it poisons us and makes us sick. Big decisions to make if you've ever had betrayal. Big decisions to make if I am going to go down a revengeful path and a path of more hurt or a path of freedom that requires a lot of work. Sometimes it's like supernatural work. But the path to freedom does bring back personal joy. And it's always 
always worth the journey. I know what it's like to experience betrayal. I know what it's like to have those thoughts where you wish harm on a person. I know what it's like to be preoccupied with that. And I also know what it's like to be free of that and to have a sense of personal power, empowerment, a sense of peace. That's the journey. And that's why I wrote this little book, Rebuilding Trust After Betrayal. Understanding that not every relationship can be rebuilt. Sometimes we don't even want to start on the topic because it feels so overwhelming and so hopeless. Hope comes when there's a plan. And that's why we're talking about this today. Just a beginning, a beginning of a plan so I can be free of revenge. I can be free of that horrible sense of being betrayed. Move away from self-blame to self-fulfillment and the damage and the wounds that emotional, emotional abuse can cause. It can also strengthen us in a way that you can be a lighthouse of hope and a, a beacon of joy for others. It really can be that way. Let's just make a decision. Let's work on it. Let's start on it today.